Big picture here today, buddy. Big picture. Just be nice and smooth here. This podcast covers all things motorsports. It's unfiltered. It's unbashed. And... Welcome to the Fuel Pod with Jay and Chad. And uh, what do, Jay, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today is episode 14. Episode 14. Like Can a you? Silverstone Cowboy. <laughs> you, you have started coming up with the funkiest names. I love music, man. And so if I can work a music title into a parody for a title of an episode, that's what I'm going to do. Have you noticed through 14 episodes, almost three months, how, no, over three months, how we have grown? Yes. We don't do the, uh, can you believe we made it to? It's been a minute since we even made a joke about that. You know, and I was thinking I'll probably do it at 25 and 50 and 100 and 200 and 500, probably 1,000. I'm sure your next yeah. co-host will love that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so anyway, we got a lot to talk about today, man. We got the uh, we got the British Grand Prix for Formula One to talk about. We I, have man, the, What a boring race. Is this a fake name that you made for this NASCAR race? The no. Quick Trip so to, are you serious? That's the real name? It's the Quick Trip 250. Oh, my God. Could uh, they put 12 words into the oh. title? I shortened it. Um, I, I shortened it. It was okay. there was more. There okay. was more to it. And I thought the Quick Trip 250 for the Sprint Cup Series sounded pretty good. And it was better than the uh, OnlyFans Feet Pick. Feet Picks. Yeah, <laughs> that was feet for Mike. I think that was for Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk about NASCAR. What else we got? We've got GT World Challenge and major props out to uh, GT World Challenge Europe and the GT4 Series specifically the GT4 series who really engaged with us on Twitter this week and made us feel really good, made us feel at home with the series, and I really enjoyed it. Can I be honest? What? They made me feel special. Dude, and it's very rare me. that I feel special yeah. anymore. And I'll talk about it when we get to the actual thing. Yeah. But man, really, really awesome time. So do we want to lead with the F1 race? You want to go right into F1? You want to talk about NASCAR first? I mean, F1 was so, like I we said have earlier. To talk. We have to open with Formula One. It man. was the best race I've ever watched. It was literally the best motorsports race I've ever seen. It was a lot of fun because some people I've been trying to get to watch F1, I yeah. got them to watch this race. And they're like, are they always like that? And I was like, absolutely. I completely was like, yeah, they're all like that. Every one of them. <laughs> and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're spa from last year. But yeah, sometimes they're not. Where George man, Russell wins by default. It was uh, an amazing race. Yeah. And it started with fireworks right off the bat. It did. And, you know, you laughed at me about saying like a Silverstone Cowboy parroting yeah. the song. But it was the wild, wild west at the Great Britain Grand Prix this weekend, man. Yeah, I asked Joe Guan Yu. And did you guys hear that? I got his name right, I think. You did pretty, get his name I, exactly solid, right. Solid, pretty close. So... Lap one, turn one. I don't even know if it's turn one. I mean, it was on the straightaway of the start. So you had Joe Guan Yu, and correct me if I'm wrong, who was the other, Was it It was one of the Williams, Albin, Alex Albin. Yeah, he got taken to the hospital. So, well, they got split. There was a gap in the middle, and Pierre Gasly got a good jump on yep. the start. So he shot the middle, and, oh, it was Russell. Yeah, it was Russell on the right. And Russell didn't see Joe him. Joe on the left. And he pinched back in to close that gap, and he didn't see Gasoline. When he did, it it turned into chaos after that, complete and utter chaos. And Joe Guan Yu got flipped upside down like a sit and spin. Yeah. And proceeded across the gravel. And I, and I love the halo as a safety device, true. But you got to think, when you're going across gravel upside down, he's just sitting there getting pelted. And then his vehicle did... I don't know what can only be described as a human Ferris wheel flippy flipperoo from a fair over the retaining wall. Do you know the odds of that actually happening? For his halo to catch at the right, or whatever caught, at the right time, at the right speed, to shoot him straight up into the catch fence. Yes. And to not bounce back. 
but to fall directly down between the the fence and yeah. the barrier. I, I mean, it's Craziest. astronomical, really. It, it, the picture, and you know, we talked about this. He walked away, he was fine. He, I mean, he went to the hospital, totally fine. The picture was scary. I, I sent you a picture of it, of him, you know, in there, can't get out. It was a scary picture. I well, mean, it was a really scary, a scary wreck. And it made for a busy week for the FIA because anytime a, a new accident happens, a new type of accident, that car gets hauled away to wherever they haul it away to, and they have safety debriefings and see what could have done, what could have went wrong, what they could do better, and then that's how they decide on new safety features for the following year. I would really like to know. I mean, it was just such a – and it happened so fast. He went sideways so fast. Yeah. I, I would love to see it in slow motion to see exactly what happened for that right rear tire, what exactly popped him up over. I mean, those things are so low to the ground. It seems like it would be hard Especially to Especially this year. That's yeah. the whole idea with this year's car is that it pulls it to the ground. I mean, that thing got corner. airborne in a yeah. hurry. And I'm guessing maybe because it was a slower speed, so maybe it didn't have the downforce on it. Um, I don't know. It was nuts, though. What? So I didn't hear until after, you know, obviously – uh, Joe Guan Yu. Right. I'm going to say that as many times as I can. I, I feel We've like I noticed. To, I have to prep myself to say it. Um, it Twitter's it blowing like, up. Chad knows how to pronounce <laughs> Joe Guan Yu. Everybody, everybody knew he was going to the hospital. Right. You know? But I didn't read or hear about Alex Albin until later. I honestly, and I don't know the total total ramifications on this, but it almost sounded like Albin was just shaken up. Okay, maybe so. Maybe so. I never did hear it. They were just like, was, he's been taken to the hospital too. And I was like, what? His was kind of a broadside. He probably never saw it coming until it happened already, until it was over. Yeah. And I'm guessing that maybe psychologically he was shaken up. Maybe so. I hope so, he's okay. I mean, I, dude, yeah. Clearly absolutely. he's okay, but mentally, I hope he's okay to be in the car. Yeah. I like week. Alex Alvin. So, yeah, I hope he's, uh, you know, I hope he's fine and doing great. And, and Joe Guan, you listen, man. Good job. Recover for that. And he came, a cool story. You like cool stories. I do I like cool stories. The George Russell got out of his car and ran immediately over to find out where the nearest porta party was. But no, that's not what he did. He went I mean, over to see that was, was one of there. those. As a fan, you know it's serious. Yeah. When the driver immediately gets out yeah. and sprints to the other guy. Well, and that was a great thing to see. But yeah. Joe Guan Yu came back from the hospital to the track, and as he's walking up, there's this tremendous applause from the crowd, and he walked up to Fred or the pit, you know, what his race engineer, whatever, and he goes, who's the applause for? He didn't even know it was for him. Okay, that's pretty cool. And it gave me the chills because they're like, you know. I didn't know that story. That's a pretty yeah, cool story. and they're like, dude, that, and it was, his, it was his manager, and I can't remember that guy's name, but he used to own an F1 team. Anyway, um, he's like, man, that's for you. And he goes, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't, yeah. maybe, and you know, it probably happened so fast for him that he didn't realize how, how scary it was. You know, I mean, I bet he didn't know. What happened? Yeah. It happens so fast. And, you know, this is part of the, this is what I was telling you this weekend. This was part of the post-race show. Yeah. There's a 45-minute post-race yeah. show hosted by William Shatner. I mean, excuse me, William Buxton. It was by, I actually same person. I actually watched quite a yeah. bit of it. I saw the Kevin Magnuson interview, right. which was pretty cool. And then and uh, Schumacher and Alonzo came over together. Did you see uh, Buxton kept inching down the uh, the table that they were presenting until basically he pushed the other guy completely off the stage? No, I did not realize. Oh, yeah, that. I watch those kind of things. That's funny. So anyway, yeah, it was interesting. That's funny. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a great race, though. So um, we have to talk about some of the technical pieces of this race. I got a category here called team orders. No team orders. Well, there was clearly team orders. There I mean, clearly wasn't at Ferrari at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, but it was. Uh, we were texting during the race. Yes, we were. And, yeah, and 
so much I literally would type unsubscribe like 15 times. But go ahead. So, yeah, stop. I kept getting texts that said stop. I didn't know what that was all about. <laughs> and um, unsubscribe. It was as much as I hate team orders, and we've talked about it. Yes. The smart thing would have been to have to have Leclerc get in front. Well, you and I. He it, was faster. Yeah, our discussion, and, and you made a great point if you're just driver-centric. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm very driver-centric, but I also, it's like, okay, so why are they doing this? And I start asking myself that, and I started thinking, Leclerc is so much further ahead at the time. Yeah. Was so much further ahead in the standings. And you're trying to get both cars up there so you can win. If Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, I don't care what any chief principal says. The Constructors' Championship is the most important thing. Yeah, because that's the one that's tied to money for the team. That's the one that's tied to money for the team. Yep. So your best chance at that at that point, here is Leclerc, who's got a damaged, he's missing his uh, stabilizer on his front wing, one of his stabilizers, and he's still got the fastest car on the track. I don't think that can be disputed. No, he was, he he was, was definitely still faster. the fastest car. Yes, he was the fastest car on the track that day. Uh, for the record, and I'll get to this later, but even if Max Verstappen hadn't had the cart problems he had, I think he had no chance of winning that race. So I think Sergio had a better chance than, than – uh, um, Max Verstappen. I but, thought Sergio was going to win. Well, you know, he came from the back again in that yeah. typical Bahrain glory, last to first, you know, kind of thing. And uh, but anyway, Leclerc had the fastest car, and at that time, two or three laps before they actually did it, they should have let him around Signs. And I think Signs would have gave it to him at that point. I think Signs kept saying he is, he's basically all up on me. Yeah, he he said that he was like, well, they kept giving him lap times that he needed to hit. And he wasn't getting close to him, but he never. And as soon as they said, "Okay, let don't fight," I mean, he immediately let him through. So I think he would have let him through, dude. He's a, he was raised right. His dad. I mean, he's a world class competitor. Yeah. Okay. So fast forward a little bit. Uh, they call out a safety car, and this is where Charles Leclerc got absolutely, you know, just hosed. Okay? Is this the end of the race? Is this is towards the end, fast end of the race. Forward to the end? Yeah. So they've got a safety car comes out. At the time, Leclerc was on the back stretch. There was 10 seconds from the time they called the safety car that they had to let Leclerc pit. Okay. They decided not to. And and their their reasoning was we have to protect the, the lead car, right? We have to protect the lead car. We would have done that no matter what. I got to tell you, it's a crap reason. Okay. And I'm, you know. Because you knew everybody else was going to pit. Because there was. They had to know everybody was going to pit. There was less than 10 laps at this point, right? There And here's my thing. I think Bonotto got scared. Of Christian Horner at that point. Because Christian Horner is also, he p- likes to play spoiler. And if anybody would have left anybody out there, he would have left Max out there on, on a bad, damaged car. Just to see what happens. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Just to play spoiler. Yeah, I think if everybody pits there, you're right. I think he might have left Max out yeah. there. Just but to I, take the lead. I think Horner was caught asleep on I think they all were. Because even Horner mentioned afterwards, like, why? There was a couple things Horner that blew Horner's mind about that race. One was not bringing LeClaire in on the pit. And the second was, why in the world did they put Lewis Hamilton on the hard compound tire with 15 laps left? When they could have put a soft compound tire yep. that would probably went 20, 22. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. We talked about that. And I said, yeah. well, he started on medium, so he had to go to something. Right. And I didn't think at that point that I didn't know if the sauce would make it. Dude, Lewis Hamilton would have... Pr- and. He was. You know a, how he it pains me to say this, so that you know I'm thinking with my head here when I say this. Yeah, he would have won that race if they'd have put him on soft compound tires. He was fast. He's an eight-time British Grand Prix champion. 
his um, his pass of Leclerc, I think it was Leclerc and Perez yes. and Checo together. Yeah, was it, it's so impressive. Well, you know, and that's a whole separate category by itself. The last ten laps of that race, it was yeah. the wild west out there. And how nobody ended up in the gravel or on the wall or wrecked. Because they're the elite of the elite, my friend. They are the top 1%, man. I mean, it was. And and, and Hamilton threw out some shade, yeah. speaking of that, about how well they raced compared to last year. Um, you know, because that was when him and Max got into it, yeah. right, last year? So, yeah, was it was. a lot earlier in that race, but yeah. Yeah, it was very early, but the same turn. And I think him and Leclerc both went through it side by side, wheel to wheel, never touched. Yeah, it was Maggots and Beckets, if I'm not mistaken. There we go that, again. That, yeah, well, sorry. We Everything's got a name. Brooklyn. And, you know, you got, yeah. It's, Every, everything's got a name. Every turn's got a name. It's Silverstone. But, you know, it's funny. Uh, you were just talking about the elite and best of the best. And, and uh, I know on my son's podcast, he wants to talk about Top Gun tonight, but. Um, you know, those are the top guns, dude. And those four guys, maybe six guys total. George Russell, could he have ran up front if he hadn't got – yeah, I mean, it should have, would have, could have at this point. We don't know. But I think he had a good shot at it based simply on the fact of how well Lewis Hamilton was driving. Yeah. And, you know, I know you're a big George Russell fan, but he is definitely a student of, of the craft. Realization just – I just – it just dawned on me. That broke his top five streak. I was waiting for you. I was going to let you come. I knew that. That's the first thing I thought of Sunday. Like, there goes I didn't realize I, I that on Sunday. Out loud. But, yeah. It just hit me right now, sitting here recording this podcast, that he lost his top five streak. What Man, listen. So, he's sitting here drawing pictures of him jumping off bridges right now. But, Chad, it's going to be okay, buddy. I have a feeling it'll be okay. Yeah. I and, guess. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a, he's not going to get anything for that at the end of the year. Nobody's going to remember that yeah. 10 years from now we're not going to remember that but it would have been cool to keep that streak yeah. going so anyway that was an excellent piece of the race of course we had alpha tower had a tough race pierre gasly at the beginning yuki sonoda spinning out at one point and taking gasly out i mean gasly came back but you know it was, a, it was a tough race for them but all in all again probably the best definitely the best formula one race i've ever watched live yeah it was fantastic so I was excited about it. I was so happy, and we haven't even said it That's yet. That's what I was going to say. This is Carlos Sainz's first Formula One victory. It was his first pole and first win, right? Yes. Yeah. For, what so, a great weekend. Yeah, and I, I don't think his dad was there. Oh, wow. The well, one I race mean, his dad doesn't show up for, and that's that's it. I mean, he, Now he's never going to get to come to another one. Yeah, not the first one. Yeah. He missed that first for his little boy. Well, I know, but I mean, if, if my dad shows up for every race and I don't win, and the first one he misses, I win. Oh, that's the Bull I, Durham theory. I love you, Dad, but you're watching from home. Yeah, you don't get, mess with a streak. Go get an F1 TV subscription, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Dad, if I don't win next week, you can show up at the next race. Yeah, as soon so, as he doesn't win, we're good to go. But yeah. boom, you don't mess with it. But, yeah, you mentioned the – we both mentioned the post-race interview. Um, yep. I, one of the coolest uh, little segments, I, and it was really heartfelt, is at Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher. But I said Alonzo earlier. It was Vettel. Yeah. Sorry. Vettel and Schumacher are really close. Yeah. Um, there was actually a demo before the season started where uh, Vettel got invited to Silverstone to drive Michael's old car, one of Michael's old cars, and Mick was there. So, and Mick got to drive a couple demo less, but they're really close. It's more of a mentor. It's more of a big brother. Yeah. Little brother, you know, mentor, t a student. Uh, but looking out for each other, and it was cool to watch them. And, and Vettel even said during his post-race interview with, with Shatner, I mean Buxton, um, he said he said it was so fun to sit back there and watch Mick duke it out with Max because he was right behind him. Yeah. And that brings up a glaring point too. Haas 
double points this weekend. Which was fantastic. It was fantastic. Gunther was going I bet nuts. over the moon. Oh, he was crazy this weekend. Yeah. Hugging people and whatnot. So, really excited about that. So, a lot of cool firsts this weekend. Yeah. And just, uh, again, a lot of cool firsts. A great race. Edge of your seat. Yelling at the TV. It was a great race. As Mike said, I, I texted him. I said, did you watch your race? And he goes, I can finally breathe. And he was like, I've been holding my breath for this entire time. Yeah. That's what it felt like. That last 10 laps, I thought I was going to pass out and fall on the floor. It was insane. Yeah, it was insane. So It was fun to watch. Really fun to watch. So now we have to move on to the, I can't even believe I'm going to say this out loud, the Quick Trip 250 Sprint Cup Series NASCAR race. Well, I'm trying to, I want to make sure Tell people know we're talking. Tell me all about so, it. And I'm it, stoked. I, I bet you are. Um, so, so we, we finally, we, Tyler Reddick got his, his much, um, needed win. I don't know if needed's the right word there. He should have got Bristol. If you remember, he was a hundred yards away from the Bristol win. Do you remember sure. this? And on the dirt track. Yeah. And the guy dives in, Chase Briscoe dives in and takes him out. You don't remember that? And we talked about they're on pit road. I don't know, but could you have come up with a, could parents have come up with a better NASCAR name for their kid than Chase Briscoe? I know. Right. I mean, right? it was like, you just knew what he was going to yeah. do. Um, anyway, so he gets taken out 100 yards from his first NASCAR win. So he gets a little redemption win. He gets the win at Road America this week. That 13th different winner knocked Kevin Harvick out of the playoffs, which is kind of interesting, former champion. Where, where is Kevin Harvick in the standings? I'm going to guess he is 17th. So there's 16 playoff spots. We have three people at the back that don't oh, have a win. Truex sense. Jr., Blaney doesn't have a win, and he's second in points right now. Um, and Christopher Bell, Oklahoma boy, doesn't have a win. So those three are in. It's it's uh, Truex Jr., Blaney, Chris, or it's Blaney, Truex Jr., Christopher Bell. Okay. So if there's another new winner, Bell's out, and then so on down the line. So I, I don't know. You know, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight races left, and some wild cards in that. And are, bro, listen, we got those are some. Those are not some of those are not easy tracks. No, you got. I mean, you got Daytona. That's well, a, a, is it the oval though, right? But it's, I mean, but the night it's, race it's still Daytona. I mean, anything can happen. The big one happens there. It can take anybody out. You get a lot of first time winners with Daytona. I get it, but man, when you're talking about you got Watkins Glen there. Yep, and you, you got, got the, the crazy in, triangle at Pocono and the Indy Road Course and the Indy Road. So course. there's three. I mean, you just named three plus my Daytona is four possible new winners. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Michigan is pretty flat. It, it is have a it's lot a, of banking. It's a circle D track yeah. or whatever they call it. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a high speed. It's kind of like Atlanta. It's a little bigger than Atlanta, a little wider than Atlanta. You can run four wide pretty easy there. Okay. But I mean, the same, the same thing. I mean, usually those kind of sort themselves out of the, the bigger teams, the faster cars win, you know, the road course, not always the case. We've talked about this before. You like to mention him every episode, AJ Allmendinger could get a win there, you know? Yeah. I'd like to see Dinglinger get in there. And then, so moving past that track house, our team, uh, fourth and fifth, they have just been steady. I think they have a hundred percent moved out of pretender category, okay, into contender category. I mean, they went from a team when he took that team over that was a uh, a nothing burger, and he has taken them turned them into five guys. He yeah, he's turned them into to in and out burger or oh, five wow. guys or or whatever wow. your water burger is my my thing. Okay, um, just not in and out, just not in and out. Yeah, so you know, I mean, it's just pretty cool. I, I really, it's been fun to watch there. And, you know, we kind of, yeah. Ross Chastain means a lot to us. Yes. He, you know, our first episode was his first win. Well, that and the fact, too, that, you know, uh, when we had F1 Farmer on for uh, another episode we're going to be having, but uh, 
the the Kimmy deal. That's kind of in there with the track. Yeah, the with track. Yeah, so Project ninety five or Project something. something. I can't remember yeah. what the name of it is, but they're going to try to do a new driver every year to bring them over into NASCAR, which is awesome. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. So, engine, real quickly, um, I'm sure most people have seen this video. I finally saw this video yesterday with Noah Gragson. Um, have you seen that, Jay? I haven't. I read a snippet on it today when I was looking up some other news on uh, on Tony Stewart's series he's got going on, SRX. Yep. And that was one of the link twos from, like, a jump site. Uh, so, I didn't really read the article. But. It was – so, I, I don't know. Eric may know the name of the driver that, that ran – kind of ran him up the track. You remember the name of the other driver? I do not. Okay, I that's fine. Not. So, isn't it Sage? Wasn't that who the whole incident was, or was somebody oh, else the one that drove Sage Karam? Yeah. Okay, so Sage Karam. There you go. They come out of the, a turn, and he just kind of what Checo did to Lewis Hamilton at F one, just kind of ran him up the track, edging a little bit. him. He edged him off. Yeah, he just kind of yeah. moved him, moved him north. Yeah, you know, kind of off the track. I don't, whether it was intentional or just he might have been carrying too much speed or whatever. So, Gregson. Now we're we're on a straightaway. Right after this turn, they get he just turns right, just directly turns into him, wrecks him. Unintended consequences takes out about 10, 12 other cars. So, on and the moment nothing happens, right? Right? That you know NASCAR, I guess, is trying not to be too police heavy. Uh, they ended up finding him thirty points, but his driver or his owner, I'm sorry, Dale Junior, I think it is Noah Gregson's owner, right? Said I, I would have parked him. I can't believe NASCAR didn't park him. Um, you know, and, and you think about that, there's actually history there. I mean, Kyle Busch has been parked. You know, he got a little too aggressive, and they put him in the pit road. Even if it's for, hey, we're going to put you in pit road for one lap, or, to, you know, Road America, a long lap, so five laps, whatever it is. Right. I'm just a little surprised they didn't do anything. But anyway, that's, that's the NASCAR minute. Um, not a whole lot. You know, next week we have Atlanta, uh, so a fast, really, really fast track. Um, anyway, so – We'll see what happens there. That's going to be a Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott. That that one of those guys is going to win that race. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's not going to. I don't think we're going to get a surprise winner at, at Atlanta, but we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. So what what do we have next with our uh, our off the beaten path? Uh, well, I don't think series? they're any longer off the beaten path. No, um, they they're getting more relevant I, every day. I, yeah, and I think we we've 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 hopefully reached a few people listening to this podcast that have. Uh, watch. I actually know a couple of people for sure that have that have listened to the cast. But uh, and I'm obviously I'm talking about the GT World Challenge Europe and the GT4 Series Europe. And I want to start with GT4 Europe because they, like I said at the beginning of the show, they really engaged with us this week. And I want to yeah. share a, a story with our listeners um, that what kind of went down. So we were we were tweeting back and forth various things about the about the race. And they tweeted out a picture of an Aston Martin. It was the pro sports team, Aston Martin, um, just kind of sitting there in the paddock with the sun, you know, on the backdrop. And I, I literally tweeted back, there's just nothing prettier than a than an Aston Martin sitting in the sun. And I said, I'm literally channeling, you know, Connery and, you know, Rod, uh, Roger Moore and Dalton and Craig, all the guys that played James Bond because I'm a huge James Bond fan, and that's where my love for Aston Martin comes from. Okay. And I thought that was going to be the end of it when yeah. I tweeted it. But they they tweeted me back, and they said, no, Mr. Bond, I want you to drive, which is a, a play from uh, Goldfinger where he said, no, Mr. Bond, I want you to die. Um, so it was really that was a really cool scene and, yeah. you know, on, on Twitter, and, and I really enjoyed that piece. But 
Moving on to the race, they were in. They ahead. kept going, right? Didn't they? Oh there man, another? there was there was a little bit more of an interchange there, and, and a bunch of different stuff in that. They they actually put another screenshot from another movie, and I can't remember what it was right offhand. Because I think I put Tommy Step Brothers. Boy. Yes, they, and put, they put Tom, yeah Tommy they put Boy. Tommy Boy. I mean, and that you know they literally put the scene from Tommy Boy where they're like brothers don't shake hands, man. Brothers got a hug. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. really cool scene from Tommy Boy. But just the engagement, and they're the first race series that have officially engaged with us a- on acknowledged our media. existence. Yes, which is kind of nice know, considering how much love we give to the other ones. You know, it was kind of a you know bum deal in a way, but yeah, absolutely very very. Thank you very much, uh, GT4 Series Europe. Um, so that being said, I'd like to move into their the race they had this past weekend in Misano, Italy. Um, is a really weird race. I'm going to go ahead and these are the results from the race okay. chat. If you look up in the top right corner, that's the track layout for Misano. Okay, which by the way, you can race on a set of course of competizione. I know you keep telling me we're going to do that. Yeah, we need to do that. But do uh, that. I did race it this weekend. It is. It is there. You can see a couple of pretty much hairpin turns in there. Yeah, and it's kind of nutty. It looks like there's um, a, a, more than a couple. Yeah, there's really only one straight flat out stretch, and you're thankful for it when you get to it because you'll have a mechanics grip on your controller. You but, know what the name of it is? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. And I don't know all that. I'm still relatively new when it comes to this myself, gotcha. as far as the, that series goes, and everything I've learned, I've just kind of learned on my own uh, yeah. watching it, uh, which. Obviously, anybody can watch for free on YouTube. It's one of the few race series where you can watch it for free. But, uh, you know, really rooting for Aston Martin this weekend in GT4, and they had a rough time. Um, And, you know, you can see the results. There were two races. This was a one-hour sprint format with a driver change and pit stop in the middle. Um, And you look at the, the, the leaders, obviously Mercedes, and Audi really kind of rule. And when I get to GT World Challenge with the GT3 level cars, it was Audi and Mercedes. All, this this track was geared for them. Okay. Um, you know, I highlighted uh, Chevrolet Camaro. This was the first time I've seen a Camaro race. And it might not have been the first time they raced in this series, but it's the first time I've seen them race in this series. Uh, so that was cool to see because Corvette's in the GT3 and Camaro's in the GT4. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Since you, you given me, you've given me these results, and, and so it looks like you, Mercedes won, Porsche 2, Toyota 3, right? Uh, well, that's for race. You've got the race 2 results. I'm holding the race 1 results. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, wait. I don't have race 1 results. No, you don't. Okay. I don't have the race 2 right now. You do. Okay. I, I just wanted you to see the track layout. That's why I passed it over. But in race one, Mercedes, Audi, Mercedes. And how did it come out in race two since you have the results? Uh, Mercedes, Porsche, Toyota. Holy cow. Was it the Supra? Uh, yeah. Okay. So so why well, the reason I was going to ask is it's a silver. Okay. So those are the different classes of races. Okay. And I really it, it would be all night just explaining silver okay. and bronze and pro-am and cup, this and that, whatever. You need to get on there and look at it. Okay. Um, and you'll pick it up pretty quick. But there's obviously it's a multi-class race. There is an overall, you know, which you can see right there. Um, but it was a really good race. I thought their race was a lot cleaner than the GT3 series race, which I'll get to in a second. It kind of upset me watching that one because uh, those guys are, you know, that's supposed to be the, the cream of the crop in GT racing. It just felt like it wasn't. Uh, very smooth, well done race. Ferrari had a tough time all weekend. Um, so anyway, my Aston Martins didn't do didn't do that great. Start fourteenth was the highest we were able to place with uh, Ortman and Sasa, and 
uh, in the pro sport racing Aston Martin, which was the one that they tweeted the picture of that led to the whole engagement anyway. Gotcha. Uh, so we had a, we had th- 45 cars in the field, 35 didn't end up classifying for whatever reason, which means they didn't get counted as having a completed race. Okay. And that could be anything. Um, if you do a pit stop and you forget to change tires, you're not classified. That's a, that's yeah. They, there's some weird rules on that, right? Yeah, if you, it's really strict rules in GT world challenge, I was telling my son about it today at lunch, but, and he was like, dad, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, there's some weird, I remember the pit stops and the, you know, yeah, they jack the car up to change the tires. They're not allowed to put the fuel gun in it until the tire, the car is lowered off the jacks. The car is dead. They have to kill the car when they come into the pits. That's another weird thing. Right. So the, the fuel guy has to be completely off the, off the, off the lane. Yeah. Before the car can start and leave. So there's some, there's a lot of really strict rules when it comes to um, GT racing. Is that like a safety thing? Absolutely. Uh, and I, you know, I mean, it's over safe, but yeah. uh, you know, a lot Better of people would argue safe. that there's nothing, no such thing as over safe. Yeah. But anyway, that was the GT four series race, which I thought was, you know, really cool. And obviously next up uh, is GT uh, four America, which is going to be at Watkins Glen. But moving on to the GT World Challenge Europe, which was the big guys, the GT3 cars. Okay. Um, I know I mentioned before that this was a hometown race for Valentino Rossi. Uh, really had a strong showing. Dude, he finished fifth in race two. Which That's awesome. I don't think he was projected to do that. Yeah. And I know, you know, I talked last week that it, this is the cup, the Sprint Cup had really come down to Team WRT, Audi, and Mercedes. Yep. I remember that. Both races this weekend. They came in one, two. Of course they did. So, and in the exact same result, the only difference was oh, the yeah, third sure place. Did. The only difference was the third place car, uh, which still ended up being an Audi both times in third place. But it was Weirds and Van Thor in the Audi in first place and uh, Boguslowski and Marciello in the Mercedes for CODIS AMG. So, you know, really no change this weekend in regards to the standings. Just Pretty much get, stayed the same. A little bit bigger lead. Yeah, but you would have thought – Valentino Rossi won the whole thing. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I'm sure, you know, what did you say he came in fifth at his home track? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, it just goes to show you how it doesn't always have to be a tangible reason that you perform better. Sometimes he know he knew looking out in that field of people sitting in the grass or people in the bleachers and seeing all the, you know, the, the fluorescent green and black 46s out there. Yeah, sometimes it's just emotional. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that can really drive the train. So anyway. 100%. Really great situation there. But uh, World Rally didn't have anything this weekend, don't have anything uh, till July 14th through the 17th, and they're going to Estonia. Uh, this is one of my favorite rallies, probably top three, mainly because it's on gravel, which is not uncommon for rally. A lot of the rallies are on gravel. But this, even the, the website and even the, the championships uh, themselves will describe this course as billiard table smooth gravel. I mean, so this is really super fine gravel. And there's a lot of narrow sections. Uh, this is the biggest motorsport event in the Baltic states okay. in Europe. So, wow. you know, you're talking uh, Estonia, Latvia, Croatia, all those. So it's big, you know, as far as culture goes, that's probably a big deal for them. I mean, absolutely. In the U.S., we have tons of big venues, and I think we take it for granted. And, uh, you know, this is another reason I like some of these other series is because they haven't, they haven't lost track of that. So this is a huge deal for them. Uh, especially in a country where, you know, 20 years ago, it was nothing but war and craziness going on over there. So, anyway, um, 
Really excited about that race coming up this weekend. I, I think you're going to run some hot laps with me at Estonia. We're going to try. Yeah, so we'll see We're how We're going to find goes. out what happens. Uh, we'll have to put Chad on mute because I don't think that'll be uh, – Family friendly <laughs> at all. I do not think we're going to be family friendly. So that being said, man, that really kind of finishes us up there so we can move into our podiums and back markers. All right, cue, cue the music. Who's turning it to go first? Oh, turn that down. Ooh, mama. It is your turn to go first. My turn to go first. Okay, my podium. Starting. I forgot to get I got away from the mic. Carlos Sainz. Okay. Got his first win. That's awesome. And that's Great all weekend. he gets is third place on your podium? I, I didn't do Sorry, any particular I'm not order. I'm supposed to question podiums. Um, my bad. I, I guess I didn't do a particular order. Okay. I just wrote them down. Okay. But, yeah, I'm going to give him third place because he drives a Ferrari. You get gave you some of that. So, Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen raced wow. part of the race you pick with another so car stuck into his car he took a piece of car out of his car that was a foot and a half long he was racing with a disabled duck uh, uh, folks, and i'd like to take this opportunity to apologize for my friend to at c signs 55 for him putting the guy that completely blew the race in front of the guy that won the race for oh, the first time max first seven didn't blow the race oh, it was, he had mechanical yeah, issues okay but it doesn't matter he took a lame duck car and finish seventh? That doesn't happen very often. It actually never happens. So he took a car that probably should have finished 15th and finished seventh. Okay, first I think off, that's awesome. That's a really lofty seventh because I think we had, what, four or six cars that were DNF'd after the wrecks and stuff? You've said it before. Points are points. You get what you earned. Agreed, you but got there it. really wasn't anybody left. And then my number one on my podium... This week, Tyler Reddick getting his first win. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) I should have used Checo. Uh, Tyler Reddick getting his first win in NASCAR. I thought it was much deserved, especially after the Bristol debacle. So, anyway, that's my podium. Let's hear yours so I can... I love the word debacle. It's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I mean, your first two are Ferrari and Carlos. What are we doing here? So, number three, since we're going backwards order, but thanks for letting them know what my other two are. Uh, Team WRT Audi. At the GT World Challenge, because, I mean, they dominated. Uh, there was no competition. Uh, and I'm not even an Audi guy, obviously. But, I mean, there's nothing. Any track that GT World Challenge runs, or or the American Series runs, that is what I would call a maneuverability track, meaning it's mostly turns and not a lot of flat outs. Audi is king. Yeah. Until they show me otherwise, I'm, that's what I'm going to believe. So, they were third place. Two is Ferrari. For two reasons. One, one, this is two weeks in a row that they finished both cars, and I think that's a huge accomplishment. I mean, terrible strategy decisions both yeah, well, weeks. But, yeah, let's give them, look, put them on the podium. If you want to go ahead and steal my stuff, uh, they're also on my back markers for the record. So, yeah, well, yeah there you go. there's that. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I'm okay. just saying you put them on there when anyway, they make terrible decisions. Ferrari second them. because, you know, they pushed the guy that won the race. And first – is Carlos Sainz, who took his first pole. He took his first win. He went against his own team. At the end, during the safety car, they said Carlos, Leclerc was in front. They said, Carlos, back off 10 paces, 10 car lengths behind, and let let Charles have some room to breathe. And he said no. He said no, and he drove up there anyway. As soon as that light went green, he was in and around, and he even bumped his buddy. On the way around. So, so, do I get to poke holes in your top one? I mean, you poked holes in my Max Verstappen, right? Well, he doesn't. Des- wow. So it's the first time you've ever put somebody on a podium that absolutely doesn't deserve to be there. So, 
I mean, Carlos Sainz won because Ferrari made a terrible decision on Charles Leclerc. I don't disagree with that. And so, I'm going to get to that in my back market. I mean, you, you put him on here with, with a win he didn't even deserve. I mean, he shouldn't even got it. By your own admission, Wait, Charles Leclerc should have won. And by your own admission, points are points. Points are points. And a he's win online. is a win. A win's a win, baby. Okay, so let's uh, cut the music for the people that don't deserve it since we're going to move into back markers. Uh, back markers. Charles Leclerc. I don't remember why in the world I put him on here. We made this such long ago. I think it was because the optics after the race when I felt like instead of just saying, I'm pointing. I, Eric's making fun of my finger wag. Um, instead of just saying, hey, man. Congratulations. Great job. That is so awesome. You got your first win. Yeah. He was kind of a turkey on 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 Twitter. And and you're going to bring optics up and and we've talked about it, but he 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 just didn't look real a real teammate friendly. Let's go with that. Um number 2, Bubba Wallace pit crew slash luck. So, I put that on here because they have had Bubba Wallace hasn't been terrible. We've kind of dogged him for his finishes. He hasn't been bad. He's had multiple pit road incidents. Running in the top five, they don't tighten a wheel. Um, I mean, just multiple. Even this yeah, week. Yeah, just ridiculous. This week he's running good, and Joey Logano goes through a turn like it's a straight stretch and just completely takes him out. Yeah. I mean, just takes him out. So after we did this rundown, I had to redo it because it was announced that Christopher Bell and Bubba Wallace are swapping pit crews. But they're not on the same team, which is kind of odd. Christopher Bell's with Joe Gibbs Racing. Bubba Wallace is twenty three eleven Racing. But anyway, they're switching pit crews. So, kind of a weird deal there. And number one, I, I had Jimmy Johnson on here because he just continues to run middle of the pack in, in any race. But I'm going to switch it because I made this before I saw the Noah Gregson well, He definitely incident. needs to be an honorable mention. He's an honorable mention, but Noah Gregson is my number one backmarker. I'm going to call him Gimmick Johnson yeah, I mean, until go, he gets out of I, I mean, It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's beyond ridiculous. Okay, so my, my backmarkers... Uh, first one is Ferrari, and it's mainly for the optics and for the fans. First off, they saw they had to see uh, uh, Mattia Bonotto uh, doing the fatherly scorn of Leclerc after the race. For sure. Yes, I mean, he was basically just pointing him down after the race going, hey, you know, you ran a good race, you know, be happy for you. And I don't know what he's saying. I'm just making this up right now, but I'm imagine this That's is how it was like. going. We won today. We finished both cars get over yourself kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, after I read Leclerc's tweet where he was like, uh, obviously I'm happy Carlos got the win. However, I'm really sad you know, about it's, me. You know, it's Game of Thrones is Ned Stark or Ed Stark when he, you know, he said everything after the butt is BS, you know? And so, yeah. hey, I'm glad Carlos won, but, well, guess there what? you go. Yeah. So, you know, I think they deserve to be in third place on a back marker. My second back marker, not because of a lack of talent, or skill, or even heart, or effort that day, it's literally, it's because I'm, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, I'm heartbroken for him, was Lewis Hamilton. Um, I don't think anybody raced a better race than he did that day, and that's counting Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Uh, he raced to win from beginning to end. Did his, did his team, was it Toto's decision to put him on a hard compound? I doubt it. I'm sure it was Bono, probably. But, man... What were they thinking, dude? He had 15 laps to go. There's no soft tire that won't last 15 laps. There's no tire that would last without with Lewis Hamilton driving anyway. He's going to make it go, especially at Silverstone. So I really think he got hosed. I really do. Plus, you know, you give all the added 
and I'm not going to get political here, but all the added stuff he had going into this weekend and for him to shine instead of cower was awesome to see. I get the chills thinking about it, but it was, you know, it was awesome to see because he went through a lot this week. And then first place for me on bat markers is Charles Leclerc. Best car on the track. Missing pieces of his car. Still, you know, they hosed him on not – the safety car lost him the race. Well, the lack of a decision during safety car lost him the race. They could have put them both on soft compound. They both would have been out in the front, and Leclerc would have won that race. And I think – and it would have it would have been a bigger gap to second place in the constructor and the driver's championship had they done that, obviously. Now you've got uh, – and don't quote me on it because I haven't looked it up, but I, if I'm not wrong, uh, Signs is only like – I want to say eight points behind now behind Leclerc for the drivers' championship. So now you got the same situation that you have with Verstappen and Checo is going on with Leclerc and Signs. Okay, so what off the top of your head, do you know what the so Max is in the lead? Yeah, Max is in the lead, and then I, it's Checo, if I'm not mistaken, okay. and then then Leclerc and then Signs. Yeah, Leclerc is at 138 points. Man, I was right, and Carlos Signs is at 127. Okay. So so read us off the top the top five. Well, top Max, four. Max Verstappen's at one eighty one. Okay. And then thirty whatever points behind him is Checo at one forty seven. Uh Charles Leclerc is at one thirty eight, so he's nine points behind behind Checo. And then Signs is at one twenty seven. So here's the thing. At this point in the season, you know, Carlos Sainz has a shot at the championship given yeah. these points. All four of those drivers have a shot. Yeah, they all four do. And George what, Russell's sitting there just at 111. What is um what's the constructor look like? Uh so on constructors uh you got 328 at Red Bull and 265. So that's a decent lead. That's a decent lead, yeah. I mean, it's not clinching lead, but it's a, it's a decent the, lead. I think the difference there is it seems like when Max has gone out, Checo has not. You know what I mean? They've always yeah. Where where Ferraris, I think, lost both a couple of times. Well, it really bugged me this weekend when Max Verstappen wanted to retire the car. He did the same thing Lewis did. I forgot what track it was at when Lewis was like, "We should probably just retire and save the car." And they were like, "No, no, we need the points. Man. We need the points. Stay out there." And he ended up getting points if I'm not yeah, mistaken. And there is, and Verstappen basically this car's you know in the in Verstappen's he way. The entire time. Oh my goodness, he does not get the pick on Lewis Hamilton for no. one, and I cannot believe how much I defend Lewis Hamilton on this podcast, but I mean, he's a great driver, man. I mean, you can't not like the guy sometimes there are times when I don't for sure. And, but you know, there's times when I don't like a lot of the guys, uh, but you know, you can say that about any human being we know in our lives. So anyway, uh, yeah, he complained a lot. He wanted to retire the car. He wanted to pull it in. He's like, this car's broke all over. That's what he said. Yeah. Very American thing to say. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's broken all over. This car's broken all over. Sound like a kid. Well, he kind of is a kid. But anyway, uh, that's where my podium ends up. All right. Our back markers end up, brother. So we finished up another wonderful episode. Really good. It was a really good episode. It was kind of a shotgun session, too. It just kind of flowed. Yeah, it was fun. And I think we're, we're, we're a solid 40 minutes or so. Yeah. So this uh, 43, I think, um, is the part where we always ask you guys to interact with us. Twitter, Chad H610. Uh, J Neal seven twenty nine and F one farmer. I didn't forget yes, this time. Yes, sir. Uh, and then pod underscore fuel. If you want to follow along on our um, our Twitch journey on our two player career on F one twenty twenty two F one twenty just F one twenty two. But for some reason, I have a hard time saying. Yeah, that. you do. I do. Even uh, though it's way easier to just say F one twenty two. I don't know why I have such a hard time. Anyway, <laughs> so Twitch. 
You can follow us at Chad H six one zero and GMJ seven twenty nine and F one Farmer. And I didn't F1 know Farmer. I didn't know he was on uh, Twitch until just recently. Discord uh, on the Fuel Pod. The Fuel Pod. It's very easy. Just yeah. the Fuel Pod. Um, I'd like you, to I'd like to give a shameless plug if you don't mind. Sure. Let's talk about. So my son, uh, actually, both of my sons, although only one of them is talking because the other one's kind of shy. But okay, uh, they have started a podcast. They talked me into it. Yeah, uh, it's called the Seven Hundred Four Club. Um. And we talk about movies, TV, music, games, and tech, basically. So we actually have Jason. Jason, do you want to give us just a wow. quick um, just preview? Just flew in. Yeah, Arms just are dead tired. Dead tired. <laughs> so do uh, you want to give a quick preview of what to expect on this week's episode? Uh, well, we are going over the Top Gun movie. Rock on. Uh, and a bunch of our like top threes on video, different styles of video games. Okay. Um, so anything, pod, uh, anything like pop culture is kind of what our... Go-to is. And okay. we got Stranger Things this week, too. Yes, Stranger Things. And so, a new segment that we're going to try. Yes. Okay, so tell me the name of the podcast again. It's the 704 Club. Okay, so right now, if you go to Anchor, you can look up 704 Club. We'll have it on Apple Podcast here pretty quick. Yeah. Um, for us, go to our Apple Podcast page, The Fuel Pod. You can click on the three little buttons at the top, hit automatic download, follow the show, share it with your friends. If you're listening today on ESPN 105.1, Please go back and listen to the rest of our podcast. That way you know what's going on, what we're talking about. Because a lot of this, we're talking, you know, on top of each other. It builds every week. We talk about F1. So, yeah. Um, if you listen to us, if you're listening to us right now on 105.1, we are on every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. So, 10 a.m. Eastern, mom and dad. <laughs> 10 a.m. Eastern. If you <laughs> and, and coming soon to the Payne Radio Group and 105.1 ESPN, they're going to have streaming. So, yes. I think by the end of this month, we will be able to stream this podcast worldwide with uh, Payne wow. Radio Group, which will be pretty cool. I would that's, have never guessed. That's gonna be, it's going to be pretty neat, man. So, yeah. anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next thank week. Thank you, folks.